Welcome everyone once again to the Knock, the Nerd Out cast. A couple guys here in Southern Indiana getting together and just talking about... More than a couple. Well, a few. A few, subjectively, a few. Um, getting together and just talking about whatever uh, tickles our fancy, whatever we've seen in the... Uh, we sit in the news, something that we want to bring to the table. Movies, books, audio, doesn't matter. Uh, let's go around the table right quick and get a quick uh, who's who of uh, who we have here at the uh, square table. The square table, I like that. Uh, my name's Jacob Scalf. Um, just some quick things about me. My hobbies are video games. Um, Stevie's staring at the camera looking nice and pretty. Uh, and I like to play basketball. Uh, so that's a little bit about me. Of course, I love movies, and uh, I can't say anything because Rick's over there being crazy, which you can see if you're watching the video. So. Never. Yeah, Eli. Um, <laughs> go ahead. Um, I'm Steve. I like music. Hi, Steve. <laughs> it's my hobby. One of many, but that's the one I picked for tonight. <laughs> So it's always going to be different. Yep. I'm Rick, and I don't have a stand. <laughs> <laughs> I like to collect uh, Star Wars toys, collectibles, <clears throat> and uh, music stuff. Guitar gear. Nice. Okay. I already picked music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think you, you can't double up on that. And I'm Shannon, and I have no hobbies. Um, I'm married. <laughs> so, what are we going to start off with, Scalf? Uh, yeah, and Jacob, we call Jacob Scalf, by the way. Yeah, they just call me Scalf. Um, I got the <clears throat> What were we going to start off with? Certified Fresh News. Oh, Certified yeah, Fresh News, CFN. CFN. Right. So, this is going to be a little segment that we're going to do um, every week, and... As long as we do it every week, that's for sure. Um, so basically, it's just a news article that each one of us found that, as Shannon would say, tickled our fancy. Tickled mine. Hey, everybody finds you know news in their own way. And so it's not necessarily nerd news, but most of the time mine's going to be video game news. Um, so there's that. Are you just staring into yeah. the camera? So, let me pull this up on my phone. <clears throat> Alright, so who wants to go first? Shannon? Um, yeah, I want Jacob to go first. You want me to go first? <laughs> yeah. Why do you want me to go first? Because I haven't found my news yet. <laughs> <laughs> you can so you me didn't come prepared. I, I have everything yeah. but Our this. Our first episode and you don't come prepared. I have everything but this. You watch, uh, actually, I do had, have something. You've had three weeks. <clears throat> Here we go. You're gonna, I know what you're going to talk about. This kind of goes <laughs> along with it. Um, I, I want to talk about the, uh, the PlayStation 4 um, virtual reality. I'm not talking about that. No. But you're talking about the other thing. This is kind oh. of video game oriented. Um, the fact that the uh, Oculus, Oculus, Oculus Rift has been not. Well, I mean, as far as sales go, how? I mean, you know more about that than me. The sales have not been great ever okay. since the HTC Vive came out. See, that's what I was meant to say. But PlayStation has something on the market uh, that's comparable, not as good, but it's just it's the price point is a lot more uh, affordable for us. Uh, Middle-aged guys that don't have a whole lot of money, and uh, 
seems to be doing <laughs> seems to be doing pretty well. Yeah, uh, haven't got to play with it, and I I don't know if I'll be getting one anytime soon. But tax it, season, it sure looks tax neat. Tax. Sure looks for, neat for all you fans. That means um, yeah, I have heard some good uh, response. Um, <laughs> the first full game, like actual full game, just came out that works for the PlayStation VR called Resident Evil Seven <clears throat> Biohazard. Um, and it's like it's it's a full game. It's not a demo, but it's it's the full Resident mm. Evil game in VR. So it should be. Uh, it's very it, scary. It, 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 it looks really good, it's and people real. are really raving about it, saying that it is very scary in VR. <coughs> so. Yeah, the, these are the ones that you see the people on YouTube falling down and and wetting themselves, and I don't I don't know. I didn't. I you game. can still sit down. <laughs> You don't have to get up and move around. Well, that's true, but I mean, um, it's it's so interactive <laughs> that it throws your your whole equilibrium off, and it can. Yeah, I mean, I've for heard, some people. From what I've heard. So, anyway, but anyway, that that's there you go. I brought that to got? the table. That's all you cool. got. Yeah, just quick. That's it. I'm happy. Anybody else want to go? I'll go. All right. Oh wow. Um, look at the camera. I came across this. <laughs> um. I like to get some techie things here and there, so I I found this this article today actually. Uh, this is a genetically modified cyborg dragonfly. What that what? has been unveiled that can be remotely controlled to spy on people. Very cool. That's interesting. Um, and it is. I mean, it's it's a testing and done. Of course, they had to to develop some new technology. It has its own little backpack. That's a uh, that looks really cool. Yeah, I mean, it looks cool. I mean, see the picture. Um, we'll post it on well, yeah, well, yeah, but very cool. It's it's dubbed and 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 I mean, just uh, think about this. The marketing guys nailed it. The dragonfly. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> nailed it. Half insect, half machine. It's fitted with a fingernail-sized backpack powered by a solar panel and remotely controlled by an operator. Solar panel. Yep. So it doesn't need to be recharged. Yep. Right. Wow. Yep. So it can be uh, cool. uh, uh, guided for pollination or for so surveillance missions and and all those things. So that's creepy. Very very cool. If you see the uh, uh, picture of it, it's pretty neat. You know, does but, is there a price point on that? And where can no, I get it? I think uh, from the you article. Want to, you want to spy on your neighbors? No, I just you know, <laughs> I I don't know. Uh, maybe I don't say need it or that. No? Yeah, maybe I don't need that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about sale, but I mean, it's like it'll be uh, a government-operated thing or a big business thing. Interesting. But, yeah, it's pretty neat. Wow. That's cool. Rick, you got anything? I have nothing. Nothing at all? No. Nothing tickled his fancy. I'm just here to provide beauty to the video. <laughs> and that you do. All right. I actually have two. One of them's real quick. Um, last night... I was talking to Shannon about this. Last night, Marvel tweeted out that uh, they were going to announce something <coughs> huge today. And sure enough, it is rather big. So Marvel has teamed up with Square Enix, which is a uh, video game company. Um, and uh, in particular, their uh, Eidos Montreal, I believe. Crystal Dynamics and Eidos Montreal are uh, developing the games. Um, and yes, I said games. It's a, uh, it's a, a series of games called, uh, the first one's going to be the Avengers Project. At least that's what they're calling it what? so far. 
So it's a multi-game partnership. This is an uh, article from Polygon. Square Enix and Marvel Entertainment have partnered to create multiple games based on the Avengers franchise. The company has announced today. A debut teaser for the project can be seen above, which I'm going to show. The teaser is short, but shows obvious hints of heroes like Captain America and Iron Man. Their mission, it seems, is, not, is to not just assemble, but reassemble. That's the slogan of this multi-game partnership based on Square Enix and Marvel's announcement. Crystal Dynamics and Eidos Montreal are leading development on the new series of the Avengers games. Those studios are best known for action-adventure franchises like Tomb Raider, which was a really big hit, and Thief, as well as the Deus Ex games, which were also big hits. So, where's my controller? Let's uh, watch the trailer for it real quick. You got something to say, Shannon? No. Okay. They say the time of heroes is over. BB-8's living in. That if you're different, you're dangerous. But I know the truth. The world will always need heroes. Just need to reassemble. Alright, so... <clears throat> That's all we've got so far, but it is uh, rather exciting and uh, interesting. should be uh, interesting for sure. Um, so yeah, what do you guys think about that? I'm confused. Does this shield have like Rainix on it? Everything is dirty except the shield. <laughs> what are you confused about? Um, I'll I'll hold my questions for a later date. I don't know what you could be confused about. <laughs> so many things. Like what? Um, where where are they going with this? I mean, what what haven't they done already? <laughs> How long have you been staring at the camera? <laughs> well, I mean, um, what do you mean by what what all have food done yet? <laughs> what all have food done yet? I don't know. I think I missed the first part of that. So <laughs> let's right. pretend anyway. that didn't happen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so my other article, <clears throat> which um, most everyone has heard about, the Nintendo Switch was announced. Um, the release date was announced to be March third. Um, that is a lot earlier than most people expected. A lot of people were speculating late March. Um, but uh, it's an interesting time frame because there are two massive games coming out for the other consoles, uh, the PS4 and the Xbox One, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, which is probably the biggest sci-fi game on uh, the consoles, um, and then Horizon Zero Dawn, which I believe is a PlayStation exclusive. It's going to, uh, it's being made by Guerrilla Games, which normally makes Killzone. Um, so these are two massive games that gamers are looking forward to, and the Nintendo Switch is launching around them. So, we'll see if they hurt the Nintendo launch sales at all, but, uh, I'm probably going to have to turn that on. Yeah! 
I don't. It gets better every time. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, the price is uh, about what I expected, but more than what people are wanting. It's two ninety nine. Um, that's for the Switch. Yeah, that's for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, the accessories. Now, see, I'm going to get into a reason why I believe it's priced too high. Um, Good. But the accessories are actually priced way too high. The dock that you put the actual console in is 90 bucks. Jeez, man. What's this console do? It basically doubles as a handheld device and a home console. <coughs> so you put it in the dock. See, it looks like that. You put it in the dock. And then uh, you can play on your home TV. Uh, so it doesn't like warm up your food or start your car <laughs> or anything? No. For $90 it should. Hmm. So the dock makes it, which uh, the dock comes with the actual game, but if or with the actual console, but if you want to play it on another TV, you need another dock. So, huh. um, I mean, does Nintendo even have a shot here? Seems like the other two, market, uh, the other two markets... Or the other two competitors in the market just have too big of a... Yeah, I'm getting there. Um, Sorry. The Joy-Con controller, which is the two separate... What'd you say? So you better hang on there. Yeah, no. yeah. Keep your questions to the end. Um, so the Joy-Con controller, which are the two separate controllers, you you can get the con the console with com comes with one set. Mm -hmm. Okay. But to buy them separate, to buy one apiece is forty nine ninety nine. To buy the pair is seventy nine ninety nine, hmm. and then the pro controller, which is like your standard, like your PlayStation Three, Xbox, or PlayStation Four, Xbox One controller, is sixty nine ninety nine. Okay, yep. now I'm getting to the online. This is where I feel like Nintendo is. Uh, yeah, I don't know what they're doing. Um, so at first, it's going to be free. Wait, what's gonna be free? The online. Oh, okay. To play online, <laughs> then they're gonna then you're gonna have to pay for it. They're gonna do a, a a paid online service later this year. Don't know what the price of it's gonna be yet. Well, I mean, everybody else is already pay online anyway, so right. I mean to have the online features. But there's a problem with the why the why it's different for Nintendo. Why okay. they shouldn't be doing it. Okay, carry on. Friends and online chat has to be done through an app on your phone. Can't be done through the console. Hmm. Not only that, but it's not even launching with streaming video services. Yeah. So you're not gonna be able to watch Netflix dun, dun, like you dun. were with the you know, PS4 launched with Netflix. Hulu. So they're Hulu. just banking that everybody already has some sort of um, device that's going to be. I really don't know what they're banking on, to be honest with you. I really don't know what they're doing um, and why they're <clears throat> doing some of this stuff. Hmm. Now, the games are going to be fun. Um, Zelda Breath of the Wild comes out. It's a release game, it's a launch game. Um, and it's, an, it's the first. That I can think of. I mean, you can count Ocarina of Time as open world. I don't know. Sure. But uh, this is a huge open world Zelda game. Um, and it looks 
Like it, it, it tempted me at first to uh, go out and pre-order the Nintendo Switch, and then I started reading more. Um, Super Mario Odyssey comes out holiday of this year, so that looks like a lot of fun. It's re looks really different because you're gonna be you're not in just the uh, Toad Kingdom. You're going into different worlds. Um, so if you watch the trailer, which I'll post when we uh, throw this on YouTube. <coughs> And then one two switch, which is another launch game. Um, it's kind of like the uh, remember when the Wii launched with the Wii games or Wii Sports or whatever. Mm. So that's what that's what this is. It's similar. Looks interesting, um, and it's different because you don't actually face the TV when you play. You face your opponent. Okay. Yeah, so th that that's that's pretty interesting. Um, the specs for the Nintendo Switch are pretty mediocre at best. Um, so here's some specs that are uh, comparing it to the PS4 and Xbox One. So uh, CPU, 1020 megahertz, NVIDIA Custom Tegra. Ah, it's terrible. That's... Yeah, it's bad. Unacceptable. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, when you have the PlayStation 4 at 1.6 gigahertz, which is well above what the Switch Switch's CPU is. Um, let's see here. Where do I want to go next? RAM. It's only got 4 gigs of RAM. PlayStation 4, Xbox One, 8 gigs of RAM. Storage is 32 gigs on a micro SD card but it can be expanded to quite a bit more um, let's see kinda sounds like the specs of just a, a high-end cell phone yeah it does but I mean it's it's definitely more more much better than that but it's more along the lines of the <laughs> It's, it sounds more along the lines of last generation, but I think it is a little bit more power that, powerful than last generation. But, um, you know, whereas the PS4 and the Xbox One have 500 gigs and expandable storage. So, I just don't know where they're going or what they're, what they're doing, why they're doing some of the things, some of the choices that they're making. Um, which is, which, saying all of that... Is like, why is it two ninety nine Because they need to get paid. <laughs> True, but I mean, you can buy an Xbox One, which is a much better system for two forty nine ninety nine. That is true too. So, well, I, I think what they're banking on is the Nintendo loyalists. They are because they definitely even are. if you look at the top ten top. The top ten uh, selling games of all time. How many are owned by Nintendo still? The, Probably the over half. Vast majority, still. So I mean, there's loyalists like me. I'm not a big gamer, but I always have a Nintendo, and I always end up, you know, getting one. So there's going to be all those people who are going to do that, who are going to run out and buy the Super Mario Brothers game because that's what they like. The major gamers aren't going to do that. They're going to buy an Xbox. They're going to buy a PS4. So I mean, you know, to me, Nintendo just needs to be Nintendo. <clears throat> and do what they do, platform games, you know, stuff like that. Everybody's gonna, you know, I mean, that's they just need to be, they just need to do what they they do best and continue on. Yeah, I I just 
I just have a feeling that if if they continue down the road that they're going, that they're going to go down the road of Sega. And... <laughs> oh, no. And become Not Sega. And just become a publisher, which I would be fine with because I would love to play Zelda and Mario on my PlayStation. Um, but I do want them to be successful as a gaming company. And uh, I don't want to see them to go down that path because I would I, I plan on getting one eventually once I see how everything works out but um, I don't know I just wish they had more third-party support like it would be cool to be able to play Battlefield on the Nintendo Switch and be able to take it with me hmm. you know so um, but we'll see I mean I'm sure that eventually <coughs> I'm sure they'll be fine but sure but yeah, um, Ricky, what do you think? You run out and buy one? I no. <laughs> I like old school, like Steve was saying, old school simple games. Contra, Punch Out. Those are good games. I wish I could get a Nintendo classic Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. you can't find it. Yes. Are those those pretty much like gone off the market at this point? Man, it was crazy. They're still off the market. Yeah. Are they gonna have any more? Yeah, eventually they, they keep on uh, getting more, but they sell out at the moment. You can get them on eBay, but they're like expensive. Two hundred bucks, <laughs> yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Still two hundred. Oh, that's cray cray, cray cray. What are you looking up rings for? Rings. The movie Rings. Oh, he just, still hasn't made his list, up. and then he's talking about me. <laughs> yeah, not being prepared. All right, uh. so you want to make the switch? <laughs> no problem. <laughs> <laughs> are we done with CFN? Uh, I believe so. Anybody, Anybody got anything else? else, anything else? No, that's the only one I wrote. No. <clears throat> I read a couple, a couple more things. I just didn't write any of them down. Um, yeah, then we'll move right along to the uh, next segment here. Uh, this is uh, going to be a little, uh, we're not going to do this every time. We're going to probably do this maybe once a month, once every few episodes. But this is going to be a little uh, game that we're going to play amongst ourselves here. It's called uh, Remarkable Reels, where we bring um, a film to the table that we like. Feel free to play along with us and send in your responses. Sure. Um, yeah, Eli. Yeah. <laughs> Never gets old. Um, we had more <laughs> listeners than him, just so you know. It was, it was just Eli's Stevie friend. listening to it over and over. <laughs> hey, I think my brother downloaded one or two. Um, but anyway, so this week we decided to pick... Um, the first two that he stopped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Um... So this first one we're going to do is a superhero movie. We're going to bring a superhero movie yes. that we are going to try to get the other yes. three of us. The one person's going to basically, um, almost like a court of law, we're going to defend why we think this movie deserves to be number one with uh, however we want to do it. Your statistics are just uh, you know brute force. It doesn't matter. Um, the other three will then vote on it, trying to keep a open mind, try to not be biased towards, you know, they want theirs to win. So anyway, uh, who wants to start this? Did, which one? I think Ricky should start. He I'm going to start it because I don't have any notes or nothing. <laughs> do it from the heart. Yeah. Do it from the because heart. I'm just going to do it from the heart. He wears his emotion on his sleeve. But one movie, I'm not going to name the obvious movies because it's really no point. But <laughs> am I... Do you understand? We, we want to know. Your you, you'll probably name them, but I'm going to name like the first, the 1989 Batman with Michael Keaton. Okay. And here's why. 
We got a cool Batmobile. We got Jack Nicholson as the Joker. I think that movie kind of set a standard. It did. For superhero yeah, movies. You're not wrong. Because to this day, nobody goes, Bo Adam West was the best Batman. But sure. they do say Michael Keaton's my favorite Batman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though my, Stevie and I are Val Kilmer guys. But that's another podcast by itself. Because <laughs> he's an awesome actor. And he has aged very well. <laughs> we'll but it, it's a cool movie. It's dark. <laughs> it was actually one of the first superhero movies I watched in the theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think it set the bar real high. It's probably one of the first big superheroes. It it's huge. <clears throat> and you watch it now, and it's still awesome. I'm Batman. When did it come out? 87? 89. 89? I was two years old. I, I still Tim remember. <laughs> Yeah. I remember when I watched it in yeah. PR, and it was like, dude, I, this is crazy. Yeah, I remember being in line Yeah, it was <clears throat> to watch that movie. Good movie. I mean, wasn't it one of the first to like eclipse like I 100 million? Brother. <laughs> <laughs> what? Jacob was only two. When I was, was only two, and my brother was being born. Wow. wow. So he missed out on that one. Wow. Yeah. Depending I don't... on when it, when it but yeah, released. It, it, it was one of the biggest event superhero films. Like it, it was an event. People lined up around the block, and I mean, it was, it was, it was a big deal. I mean, before that, what did what superhero movies were out there? Did they even dabble well, in that? Well, let me get I my mean, list out. We, oh, here we go. Well, we have a list. Like, <laughs> it's like Do the it. Superman movies were out. <laughs> yeah, you know, but you had like Richard Pryor in a Superman movie, and uh, what's the name of the guy from uh, Hunt for Red October? Well, let's let's run down <laughs> some of the ones. Now, some of these ones, um, this list that we're looking at, maybe we can uh, post it. Uh, uh, somewhere, but Super going from uh, yeah from nineteen uh, uh, fifty one to eighty nine. Here's some of the top ones. You had Superman, of course, nineteen seventy eight. Richard Donner film made some money. Superman two in nineteen eighty. Swamp Thing. No, Ooh, Swamp or nobody watched it. Although I did. Is that considered a superhero? Adrian Barbo. Yeah, it's a DC comic. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know why I said Superman that. Superman three, Tossing Avenger, Supergirl. Adventures that of Booker Banzai. <laughs> I think only, you had to it in. Or only I watched it. Um, and it's only a I great still watch it. Lenny Kravitz is in it. So, <laughs> Howard the Duck, Superman 4. So, there, I mean, yeah. point being, there wasn't a bunch. Yeah, these these were almost kind of like. How do you want to classify them? I mean, it's superhero, so it's not serious, but I mean, these are almost like. A, Let's take a look at this real quick. Uh oh. Is this the Prince video? No, this is the, <laughs> this is the Batman 1989 original trailer. Kiss my... <laughs> Kiss my... Look at that. I got goosebumps. Great score. Denny Elfman's score. Oh, I didn't know that. Look at that. The trailer's so much different back then. Mm-hmm. Lieutenant, is there a six-foot black outfit sitting? I said outfit. I didn't ask. <laughs> I love that. I have given a name. 
Hmm. Hey, we can just stop the game well, right now. Yeah, yeah. Rick, you did. You pulled a good one. <laughs> yeah, Rick. That, yeah, you did. I didn't yeah. even think about that. That made honestly. it. No, you my... said the trailers were different, right? Because now every time a trailer comes on, it's in a world. Yeah, I mean, they don't even use they don't even use the score of trailers Bang. sometimes. No, they usually rewrite one. Yeah. Does that sound right? Yeah. Every trailer, a little, little, or it'll be a yeah. little. Like a little, yeah. one little note. Okay. Good choice. Okay, so at this point, the other three of us are just going to write down on our little three by five card a score between one and five of one being low, five oh. being high. And we're not going to tell him what we write. We don't have to write our names. We're just going to put something down. Don't be hating kinda... because I already won the game. And we're just going to lay them there in front of you, Rick. Don't look at them until everybody does it, and then we'll go around and kind of see what we have. Do I get to vote for myself? No. But you you do get to vote for everybody else. All right. So next, Rick, you or Stevie, you want to, you're next in line. Sure. Sure. Um, <laughs> that you. Does that tickle your fancy? Um, that tickles my fancy. <laughs> <laughs> of course, this was super hard for me because these are some of my favorite movies if you just see the notes that i took to try to figure out my top 20 then you can you can definitely tell then top five um this this was hard and Uh it 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 probably changes as i watch it more and more and more i probably would not have picked this one um but when i set my standards for what is is top top 20 top 10 top five this one came in there and I, I choose Guardians of the Galaxy as my top superhero movie. Um, no, that that is no. not mine. Okay. Wow, I was, I was okay. nervous. Yeah. Um, really? For a lot of reasons. Now there's it. it You're throwing me for. Uh, that was mine too. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. We're throwing an audible here. That, all right, these two guys have to team up now because they right. picked the same movie. Let's make the case. So make the case. Um, Here's why for me, um, yeah, it's kind of the same reason why, and I could have picked a Batman, and I could have picked Superman 1978, I could have picked X-Men 2000, because they were all genre-bending movies. Sure. So, like, really, you know, X-Men 2000 started it all, Mm -hmm. with the uh, uh, current ones, Um, but Guardian... Or what I love about uh, Guardians is that although it came in the midst of a bunch of good ones, you know, mm-hmm. Marvel is, you know, is really doing it, but Guardians still changed it. The humor was spot on. It felt like a, a space opera. So it's way different from any of the other ones, not based on one hero, but based on a group of, of anti-heroes who are thrown together. Um, writing was fantastic. Visuals, fantastic. Probably one of the better looking Marvel movies. Um, you know, as in brightness of of uh, colors and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. The music in it, I mean, probably was it platinum selling? Yes. I mean... I have that album yeah, on, my, I, on my phone. And I have it on vinyl. Um, so, I mean... <laughs> yeah. Do you I have it on vinyl? It. No, I do not. That's and what I say, Scout. I, I, I plan add, on getting it on vinyl. Yeah, what... Add since we're the the same. Add add what you want on there too. I thought the music, yeah, like the music was fantastic. 
I like the fact, since I didn't grow up in the 80s, I like the fact <laughs> that it had an 80s sci-fi feel and an 80s sci-fi look to it. Like, mm-hmm. I think out of a lot of the Marvel movies, it used some pretty practical effects. Um, especially, the scene I love the most is probably when they go to the uh, the Collector. And you see all the stuff that he's collected and... Um, and even that extra scene, what was that extra scene at the end of? With Howard. I don't remember, I don't remember yeah. what extra scene it was. Yeah. Um, was it Thor? Where they went to the oh, yeah. collector? At- yeah, well, it, it, it was uh, two of the Warriors 3 were. Yeah, yeah. yeah Sif and. Um, yeah, that was Thor 2, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it Thor 2? Um, and then. Your favorite buddy, Chris Pratt, your favorite actor. There you I go. I mean, he's just—he was fantastic, fantastic in the role. I mean, it was almost—you you like would he have was really for it. never thought it. No, no. I mean, I think that came out of left field. I think a lot of people probably didn't even know who he was. Parks and Rec. Well, I mean, those few of us that watch that, but yeah. And and personally, I just love anything in space. So the fact that. It expanded the Marvel Universe <clears throat> tremendously and moved a lot of stuff into space. And then, of course, we got Thanos. And um, there was just a lot in that movie that I really enjoyed. Being part of the M- MCU, I mean, they're going to be they'll able to expand on that. Yeah. Um, and just the thought of, like, aren't they in Infinity Wars? I mean, yeah. that's all going on right oh, now. Yeah. So, I mean, to think just about... filming, I think. Yeah. To try to think of the the number of people that are going to be involved in that movie and th- and this group of people going to be in it, that's that's pretty impressive. And and uh, another reason is that it holds up so well over multiple multiple viewings. Mm-hmm. I still watch it. Yeah. Every other month, I will you know pop that thing on. Still good, still funny. Um, which I think really has become the ultimate standard uh, uh, for me is you know can I watch a movie over and over and still enjoy it just as much? And that's one that I say yeah I can. I mean yeah. it's it's fun. I mean, if you think about it, it's got a talking raccoon and a talking tree, <laughs> and they made it legit. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they did. I mean, they were thunk. They made you care. Yeah, I mean about about each one. They did. Batista. I mean, I'm a wrestling. Guy. Yeah, Batista. Batista's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It. yeah, not. And really he actually what, does a good job. Yeah, too. I mean, somebody you wouldn't really consider an actor, and I mean, he he nails it for that for that part. And his lines are just hilarious. I don't know why I'm helping you guys sell this. <laughs> Are we supposed to be uh, destroying them? Uh, no, not necessarily. We're just supposed to be... Because, I mean, like, the soundtrack is cool, but it's songs that are already been made or whatever. So, so you just... want original. You yeah. like original music, then. Is that what you're Well, saying? when you buy the LP, you'll get the original <clears throat> thing. and you'll. I don't want to buy the LP. You'll hear how good it is. You know, when I bought the Batman vinyl... I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's a good movie. I can't, <laughs> I can't say nothing about it. All right, well, Rick, I guess you and I need to vote on this now. So, so does that mean that we get, or how does that work with us? So well, then you're one. Really, when we Rick counts up his score, whatever you guys gave him, if like he you went a four and you went a three, kind of need to just like go in, in between because okay. there needs to just be one vote between you guys going to me and going to him now. Gotcha. So it's like there's really only three people voting now because mm-hmm. you gotcha. guys teamed up. That's the only way I can think of to yeah. keep it fair. All right. <laughs> you can't. For some reason, I thought Shannon was gonna. 
Yeah, me too. Uh, 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 choose that one. Because I, I don't have a stand. I'm a little shocked. Because I would have said, I think the last time that we I thought you talked picked, about this, I picked something else. I thought you would have picked something out of left field. Well, in, like an older in my older top ten, Bucker there's a lot of yeah. I mean, I I had Flash Gordon, I had uh, Superman two, yeah. you know. But you're a Spider Man guy. I was really thinking you were gonna go well, like Spider Man one. Spider Man two made my Spider Man two my uh, top ten. Yeah, but Spider Man one was good. But I think Spider Man two is one of the the. But when it comes to like Dude, multiple viewings, that was gonna be my my other choice, Spider Man yeah. two. With okay. Tobes. All right, then let's let's see biscuit. <laughs> We'll get mine here out of the way. The uh, the one I chose to uh, to represent me, um, I'm really close to Rick on this one because I chose the Dark Knight. That was the yeah. second. That was yeah. my second choice. Um, that almost made it. It was either going to be that or Guardians of the Galaxy, and I chose Guardians of the Galaxy. That's kind of where I was at. I, yeah. I I came towards this one mostly because it's probably more different. And and really, if I had to choose to watch one right now, I'd probably pick Guardians yeah. just because. An entertaining, more entertaining film. Dark Knight, it's really hard to classify it as like a superhero movie. It's, well, number one, Christopher Nolan. So, I mean, he doesn't really make bad movies. Yeah. Yeah. And when you watch this, it doesn't even feel like you're watching a superhero movie. Mm -hmm. It almost it's makes you feel like you're... A, a crime drama. Yeah, yeah. A crime, exactly. yeah you, it's like Al Capone or something out of that. Um, you know, I can sit here and talk about all the records that it broke. Because this did come out in 2008. Mm -hmm. And in 2008, of course, back then... You know, every back then, every back then, <laughs> you say it like it was well, a I mean, long time ago. You know, it it was the it broke a hundred million, hundred million the quickest in any other movie. But yeah. I mean, now that movies do that on Thursday nights, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it also for the year. Here's a cut. This is a little uh, trivia for you guys. In two thousand eight, this film was on more critics' top ten lists than any other film except one. And this, we're talking critics, not people like us. I mean, critics, you know, give or take. I mean, they sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not good. But one other film was better than this by the. Oh, sorry, I, wasn't um, I wasn't even paying attention. Anyway, two thousand eight. So th that movie would be. Wally. Really. Two thousand eight. Huh. Wow. So and on the top ten now for overall, more critics pick The Dark Knight as their number one film for that year. Now these are critics. These are people that usually tear superhero movies apart mm -hmm. um so i mean this is you know is nominated for eight academy awards um that again is a little unheard of when you were talking about superhero movies we're talking popcorn movies that are and two and a half hours i mean who wants to watch a movie that's two and a half hours long i mean you're, you're invested in this thing mm -hmm. so it barely it grossed over a billion dollars domestically uh no half a billion domestically mm -hmm. over a billion for total worldwide sales again that's nothing compared to really what we're doing these days but um, for me, this movie just is, it's sets apart from like the other ones that I watch. It's, it's not really in the same category. You know, if I want to watch something that's fun, I pick something like a guardians or I pick something like, uh, I actually, well, I got a couple I won't mention, but anyway, so <laughs> yeah. there we go. Yeah. Here, let me just give you a six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean that, that's prop that's in my top five for sure. I mean. It's probably one of the movies that I saw the most in the uh, theater. I mean, I think yeah. I saw it five or six times. And, and, you know, everybody says stuff about Heath Ledger, and, and you know... Well, Heath, it was definitely the best performance he's uh, he had ever given. That's true. Now, if he wouldn't have died before it came out, tragically, I mean, would this movie have been different than what it was? I mean, some of that kind of, like, helped fuel yeah. the hype. Uh, but no doubt, he was legit. I, mean, I feel like he still, still would have gotten his Academy Award. He, he was still fantastic. good. 
Yeah. Don't be on my list. So, okay. So we've all presented. Right, yeah. We've all voted. It's good choices. We have to take into account that we've got two guys here that are going to be. Uh, we'll oh, we'll split theirs. Yeah. Oh, wait. But we'll find out what that is. Rick, go ahead and count yours up really quick. Oogie dokes. <laughs> I got a four, a four, and a four. So, how do you do that with? Well, I gave him a four. Uh, yeah, so you. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, who gave what? All right, so basically uh, we have to so I take the we have to take the average between those guys. <laughs> so that'd be a four. So basically you got an eight. Is that how we do that? Sure. Does that math work out? That's great. Sure. I guess. I got an eight. Yeah. Because we would just take the average between you guys. All right, so, so next. Four times three or four times two? I guess it would be four times two. But what if one of them would have given me a five in it? Then we would have taken the half. It would have been 4.5. Yeah. So you would have gotten an, an 8.5. Man. Yeah, I, I had to give you guys a five. I, anyway. Okay. You helped us. I just, it's a good movie. Um, five. 4.5. What? And four. So I who's, gave the 4.5. Steve, were you four? Yep. So it would be like 4.5. Two five. 4.25 <laughs> and a five. So that's that's nine point two five. So you win. Bat yeah. No, I don't win. It's, it's a good movie. I don't win. The Batman The Dark Knight wins. Barely. Christopher Nolan wins. It was such a great movie. And yeah, I mean I, I, mean, I, I don't just like I said, I was I that was my They all made my top five. That would have been my choice had Guardians of the Galaxy not came out. Oh wait. You know, I do have a list here. These are all the awards as well as nom nominations from just about everything. And it's like, it's over like three or four pages long unless you reduce it. And the other thing was, um, here's the, this is as of like uh, January 20th, the top movies. Guess what movie's right in front of The Dark Knight? Like as of January 20th, a couple days ago. As far as, this is gross. Total domestic. Civil War. Rogue One. Yeah. How'd you guys know that? Did you guys see that? We keep up day. with that yeah. stuff. Okay. Yeah, but notice where the other... Uh, I took the box office. I thought you were talking about... Dark Knight Rises is at 17. You know, oh, by the way, Dark Knight is at 28 right now. But I mean, this this is all just kind of... And the uh, Rogue One just surpassed $1 billion as of mm -hmm. Sunday, I believe. I did see that, yeah. Yep. Pretty impressive. We'll get to the Rogue One here in a little bit. All right. Next up is... What is next? Rick's awful impressions. Ah oh, man, Bam. you guys Let's go. Let's do it. You guys, are, you don't, man, you're not gonna guess any of these. <laughs> How many are you gonna do? <laughs> I don't know. Like three, 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 four, maybe. Okay. okay. So basically, here's the deal. I wanted it to be called Rick's awful impressions of awesome movies, but Scalp turned it down, of course. <laughs> of course. I just said it was such a long time. <laughs> Of course. All right, so basically what I do is I do an awful impression. Like, you know how I'm always doing goofy things. Like, <coughs> I say, Oh, Ule! Sagarera. Right. There we go. Pretty much. Are you going to do that so, one? So, yeah. Okay. So you got to... <laughs> you got to guess what I'm doing. Okay. okay, ready? So you ready for the first one? Do you want us to raise yeah. our hand or just blurt it out? No, you, where's the buzzer? Just blurt it out. We don't have a and buzzer. And whoever gets them all wins nothing. Okay. <laughs> All right. Where's this from? You got to tell me the year, too. 
What? I'm just playing. <laughs> and the actor. All right, ready? <laughs> they, <laughs> this is stupid. Man. They drew first blood, not me. Rocky. No. That's not Rocky. I have no idea. Oh, it's Rambo. Rambo. Which one? Rambo Part one. one. Yeah, good job. Actually called Sylvester Stallone. First blood. Yeah, first blood. First blood. That's so, what I meant. It, yeah, it's not. <laughs> this was really stupid, man. No. <laughs> Good job, guys. Yeah, thank you. You guys are terrible. <laughs> A hero can be anyone. That, <laughs> Dark- <laughs> Batman begins. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. You got to keep going. Oh, all right. <laughs> Wait, which one was that? Oh, I'm not done oh. yet. A hero can be anyone. Even a man doing something. I can't do it. Keep going, keep going. You got this. Something as simple and reassured as putting a coat around a young man's shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it, man. You're doing actually a really good job. Yeah, I gotta bust out my inhaler, though, man, because I'm dying. (laughs) Where am I? Putting a coat around a young boy's shoulder to let him know. That's the world had an ended. <laughs> oh, okay, wow. what movie is that from? Batman Begins? No. It's Dark, Dark Knight Rises? Yeah, the third one. Oh, man. Right, you, you, wow. One more? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah nah, two more, two more. All right, all right. All right. All right. Wow. What that? You might have peeked on, on that. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it's Calary <laughs> Brothers! A turner for murder! Give him the cheer! Yeah. Best shit. scene. Yeah, I compare that scene to the Battle of Hoth. It's probably one of the best scenes. Do Ray Egon. The last one, you're not gonna. <laughs> I don't even need my phone for the last one, but you're not gonna guess it. You ready? <laughs> they are not for eating. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Listen, think about it. I'm trying to. Yoga hosers? No. They are not for eating! Stupid. Why am I? Why are you guys still my friends? <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to give you the line. Am I missing it. something? Yeah. Yeah, why can't we have some meat? They are not for the, eating. They are not for eating! Lord of the Rings! The orcs? Oh! oh gosh. Come on, man. I get that man. One. You guys uh, win nothing. Yeah. Wow. We suck. I feel bad on that one. Yeah. Yeah. It was an accurate portrayal. I don't even know what movie that's in. That's in uh, The King, right? Return of the King? No? The second one. The Towers. The Two two Towers? Yeah, because they're taking the the Hobbits. Pedigree number two. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to do that one. (laughs) All right. That's the end of the segment. All right. Nobody wins. Wow. So no, uh, the fans win. Move on to the main event. Eli, huh? Eli and Lucy Collins, they win. Yeah, this, it is. just now. Okay, we're only an hour and a half in. Jeez, for real? Oh my gosh! I got work <laughs> in the morning. This podcast. You is might get a part one and a part two. Yeah, that's that's fine. We can keep going. All right. Um. Wow. We're gonna have to learn how to streamline this stuff. We're ready for the the main event, right? Yeah. Main topic. Yeah. 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 Wow. Just, just now. Which this one's this one's gonna be longer than normal because it is the first one. We're trying to get through a lot of our segments. new format. Yeah, so true. new format. Let us know your thoughts. Thanks for the drinks, Jacob. 
There's, <laughs> there's drinks in there. Go get one. There's Gatorade in there. Go get one. Go get you one. Uh, I will. I thought you had something to drink. Sorry. He's pointing to, get, to go to the fridge yeah. in our office. Ouch! We're not in an apartment. <laughs> We're in a fancy loft. All right. Um, so how? Not right. so. Rogue One. All right, moving on. Thoughts on Rogue One. This is our wow. main event. We're gonna do a real quick uh, review of Rogue One. Spoiler free <clears throat> or no spoilers Spoiler free. are. Man, if fine. they ain't watched it by Spoiler now, full. they don't deserve to. Spoiler listen to full, this. yes. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna do a little bit of Star Wars talk because there was some major news here recently too. So uh, what? So we've all seen St uh, Rogue One mm -hmm. multiple times. I've seen it four. <laughs> How many of you seen it? I'm like on six, I think. Five six. or six, yeah. Wow. Twice Steamy. for me. Twice. Twice. Shannon twice. So, uh, what did you guys think? <laughs> Here. I can start. Yeah, go ahead. Start. I mean, yeah. it, you made a movie. Gareth Edwards made a movie that enhanced episode four. Absolutely. I've had people telling me, I got home from the theater, I watched episode four, and I got sick to my stomach. No joke. Because of the connection, like, in a good way, they got sent to their stomach. Yeah. The cartoons are better now because of that. Episode 4 is better because of that movie. I mean, it's... <laughs> I want to give a shout-out to Lucy Collins. <laughs> and Eli. There we go. And, I mean, I, I, I don't even know what to say, to be honest with you. It was just awesome. <laughs> Vader... Vader was that scene with Vader at the end was fantastic. Red yeah, leader, that, gold leader. I mean, you just can't. That movie was just made straight and up the fact for that Star he Wars was, nerds. Yeah, and the fact that he was able to bring back mm -hmm. uh, Peter Cushing and the way he did it, like the way he looked, was I, I had to take I had to take a double take at first. I was like, wait a second, I did, and you know, and I've and I've read this and I've heard it on other podcasts. People saying that. They forgot that the guy was dead, and they they thought they were watching a real person. Uh -huh. I did. I okay. Well, I did not think that it looked right. that great. Yeah, me neither. Actually, right. But I I've mean, seen a movie in a different theater. I'm not saying that our theater is crap. It's not. It's pretty good. Oh yeah. But I went to the big screen up in Indy, and it looked. It That's crazy. what I've heard. I've heard it's based on the screen that you see it in, and I've heard that Dude, he it, looks, was, it looked yeah. like he was there, man. It was and I've it heard was beautiful seeing him in three D, seeing it in three D. Yeah, yeah. Like the way he looks, just like it, was it awesome. looked real. Yeah, I mean, people were saying. I mean, I don't, I don't fault them for doing it. I mean, it's kind of like they, you know, they attempted to do something, but I mean, for me, it, it, I don't know. It, it kind of like it take. I'd, I'd rather have seen like. Just really good makeup on somebody or, or something. I, I I don't know, but you know it. it you know they everybody's. It's almost like looking at Jar Jar Binks. I mean, wow. No, come on, man. Yeah, I, I got to take that back. Um, yeah, it's not like looking at Jar Jar Binks. Um, I like Jar Jar though. You know, I, I I don't know. I think I rather have just seen you know like the the lady that did Leia. Uh, she actually kind of looked like Leia and played the part and everything. And then of course they doctored her up to kind of look like Carrie Fisher, but it it's was like CGI. But there was yeah, but there was an, that, an actress that underneath there that there is an actor for Peter Cushing too and, and yeah. So, yeah and they I I saw a picture of him and I would have been okay if they just would have kind of like just gave him some uh, heavy makeup maybe a prosthetic nose or something and and no 
But they they went full CG and you know it looked good. It looked good, but it was not. I did not for one second think, "Wow, they raised this guy from the grave." And you know, it still has that kind of that creepiness to it. The like the um, the old CG uh, characters from like. Uh, However, it was well done. It was well done. Yeah, yeah no it doubt. Was. It was. I mean, the human face is. You would have rather had that. Uh, yeah, kind really? of. Yeah, I I think I would have. No way. I, th- I mean, that's giving me the heebie-jeebies. They could have made him look a little bit better, but you know, but it was his voice, right? No, no, it no, was the, the actor's, actor's voice. voice. Wait, who's actor? The guy from Harry the, Potter. This guy, guy, that guy right Harry there. Potter. Not that guy there. Oh, okay, my bad. The guy from Harry Potter. Wow. Yeah, he, uh, the guy who played Peter Cushing, um, played Grand uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, was actually in Harry Potter. Huh. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, now. that's just that's just my. Two cents. Anyway, but still, I can't remember I mean, his name right now, so I'm looking it up real quick. Still, yeah, still. Uh, okay, yeah. then I'll jump on one more little thing that I had that I that I loved about this movie, and I've read and heard from other podcasts that they have a big problem with it. Now, when I was little, I when when I say little, I'm probably talking like in teens or whatever. I graduate from I don't play the Star the uh, action figures anymore, but I would always watch Star Wars, and there was always something that kind of bugged me, and it was always about the fact <laughs> that. You know, we're talking about uh, technology that's so far advanced that you know we don't we don't even we can't fathom it. But yet, the Empire builds this huge space station that has this flaw in it that is so easily. <laughs> I mean, basically, it's a it's a funnel that if they just throw a couple grenades in it, it goes right to the center, sends off a chain reaction. It's just it seems proton seemed, torpedoes. Yeah, oh, sorry. Right. Um, <laughs> But it just seemed so, like, how in the world did not, I mean, let, let's face it, they probably had more than one or two engineers and working on this. So people that are, you know, well-versed in this just overlooked it. And I don't know, I mean, it just sent, it always just kind of like bothered you me. you got to read bit. the book. Well, I mean, Galen Ursel did that on purpose. The Rogue One, well, yes. The Rogue One Catalyst book explains why it was, why yeah. it happened the way it happened. Uh, we're talking about, like, what's in Rogue One, right? Yeah. yeah. See, yeah. I loved... The fact that it was actually done on purpose, and that's what Rogue One yeah, kind of yeah, added to this. Yeah. As, soon, as soon as I heard that when I was sitting in the theater and I heard him say that, I just it just hit me, and it's like that's brilliant. Now I get it. Now yeah, it, it, yeah. it adds to it. But before then, and the right. plans were destroyed too. Yeah, plans for okay, yes. Um, but there seems to be a lot of people. There's a there's an outcry of people that are like, well, that's taking away from the fact that you know. That it shouldn't be that way. It should have just been a flaw that the Empire never saw. It shouldn't have been something that was covered up or planted by, you know, a, a, a rebel. You know, you know, they they almost look like that's a negative. They didn't like that, and I, I absolutely love that part of it. I love the fact that mm-hmm. you know somebody had to put themselves in a position and disguise yeah. themselves inside the Empire for basically his entire life, gave up his family and everything, and the one thing that he could do was. You know, implement this flaw into the design to to allow the rebels to come back. I just I love that. And majority yeah. of the Star Wars fans yeah. like it. Too. It. Um, There's I always just, two or three. Yeah. My yeah, because I think fans. if you think about a a oppressive, huge empire with a control freak as a leader, gonna know every detail of everything. It would make the only way it makes sense to me is to have somebody who's smart and trusted do it. And the only reason that um, Krennic was there was because Vader said, 
go to Scarif and make sure that Urso didn't put a flaw in the Death Star. They said that in the movie? Basically. I mean, he didn't say that verbatim, but he basically said, make sure that there's no flaws in that space station that you constructed. And then he chokes him and says... <laughs> and then he chokes him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Be careful not to uh, choke on your aspirations. Oh, ah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and one of the things that I, that I loved about it, that I've heard some people, you know, and... And I don't know if it's you know the Star Wars pro uh, critics or what, but what I like about this one in in the Force Awakens is its familiarity with what came before. So yeah. it, you know the feelings that I got when I watched the new ones is the same thing I got when I watched the original three. Mm-hmm. And I've heard actually some people say, "Well, that's what makes it not as good." But I'm like, "No, that's what makes it fantastic. Is it has the same vibe, same feel." I mean. This one was a little bit different, but still, the way it tied into episode four, um, I'm just like, man, it's fantastic. Like, the I mean, continuity that Gareth Edwards put in this was better than what George Lucas did for the prequels. I mean, oh yeah, he yeah. had better continuity than George yeah, Lucas did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the prequels didn't even really, didn't really even feel like Star Wars in a lot of ways. Yeah. But it, it's still cool to, to see prequel stuff on this mixed thing with old school stuff. I, like yeah. Mustafar. Yeah. Yeah, the fact so that yes, I Mustafar saw that, I'm like, that's Mustafar. And, and I freaked out. I don't know if you guys heard me or not, but I said it I said it kind of loud. I was like, Vader's castle? Yeah, you actually screamed yeah. that. I remember that. <laughs> I was like, what? I didn't I did not expect to see Vader's castle, but I'm absolutely ecstatic that it's in canon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Bail Organa um, in there? Saying yeah. he's going to Alderaan, and then mm-hmm. when you watch episode too. four, you're like, oh boy. Yeah, and I mean, you know, Vader's scene there at the end was just amazing. <sighs> like, we're, just when he puts that, he force pushes <laughs> that guy on the ceiling and then starts fighting a little bit more and then slashes him in half with his lightsaber. It was just, it was fantastic. It, there was so much good about this movie. Um, and the the one, the scene that... When I realized this is a different Star Wars movie was when um, uh, Diego Luna, what's his character's name? I forget. Cassian. Cassian Andor. Or, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when he kills his buddy. Oh, yeah. Right there at the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's I was dark. like, what? You know, because we never really say saw. What? <laughs> say what? Because we never really saw our heroes in the past do something like that. You know, he was definitely in that middle ground like he did what he had to do because that's what his orders were yeah you, you felt like there were stakes involved on this mm-hmm. yeah. i mean like i mean you kind of went into it thinking well every one of these characters might bite it in this movie i mean the other ones you pretty much thought well you know that you know he's not gonna die he's not gonna die that person's gonna die later uh but this one i mean you know everybody pretty much had a target on him so. well what's really cool is uh when they were first uh writing the story um they were, you know, they, the writers were discussing and they were they were saying, you know, we can't, obviously they're not going to let us kill off every character, every main mm-hmm. character, because it's Disney and, you know, they probably want to use these characters. Gotta have lives. sequels. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but they went to, like, Kathleen Kennedy and um, who else did they go to? I forget who else they went to, but um, the higher-ups were like, no, you have to kill them off. They weren't in the other movies 
And so I thought that was really cool that they were willing to be that bold and, uh, and do that. I just wish they had been a little bit more bold and shown Hayden Christensen no. in the tank. Because that would have solidified Anakin Skywalker mm-hmm. as Darth Vader, would have solidified, you know, Hayden Christian at Hayden Christensen as Anakin. So, I don't know. I think they should have just went that little bit more and shown his face. You know, I guess they could have done him in CGI too. <laughs> <laughs> but eh, I'm happy of, with what they did with Vader. Without yeah, overall, I'm yeah, very happy right. with it. <clears throat> James Earl Jones was spot on again. Like always. Yeah. And I'm glad that he's in um, <clears throat> Rebels, too. That he voices Darth Vader in Rebels. Um, so, we lost uh, Carrie Fisher. Um, what was it, about a month ago now? Yeah. December 28th, something like that. Yeah. Um, so, it was actually right after... Rogue One was released, really. Mm-hmm. So a little bit. Um, so there's a lot of people talking, a lot of people speculating, and hearing that she was supposed to have had a big role in Episode Nine because she's got a major role in Episode Eight, and she's finished filming. Um, they've pretty much finished the movie. They're just on post-production now. Um, so people are asking, should they do a CGI Leia like they did Tarkin? Now remember, episode nine is what twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. So, which is only two years. What do you guys? What are you guys' thoughts? Do you do a CGI Leia, which I've been hearing that they're not going to, or do you recast her, or do you reshoot scenes to? Man, I don't think you can recast. Her. I recast her. You can't no. do that. But I, I don't want to post the CGI Leia. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Well, and supposedly the rumor was her part's bigger, was yeah. supposed to be in nine. So if it, if it's going to benefit the story, you don't necessarily want to take that out, right? But you know you can't. I mean, you can't re- recast her. Yeah. You know, I mean. And how do you reshoot something like that when she's finished all of her scenes for episode eight and yeah. you're in post production? Yeah. I mean, there, you know, they yeah, really got that's big. Too, yeah, that's uh, too much money there. Yeah, you can just always have her. Back you might to actually the spend less CGIing her. Yeah, for true. You know, a tweak in nine than reshooting all. You know, because hmm. it's it's really all. I mean, it's all about the money. I mean, really, you know, eventually. Yeah. But, yeah. Can they? Maybe they can throw in like they can disfigure her face like at the end of eight, and yeah. then then they can just have her wear a mask in nine. I mean, they've done that before in other movies. Yeah. That's, yeah. Dark Man. Dark man. Yeah. Is that even Mason? <laughs> yeah, in the first one. Anakin! And then Jeff Fahey and all the rest of them. Jeff Fahey. So, yeah, I was just interested to hear what your guys' so thoughts were. So, yay? CGI yay? I say I yay. Don't, personally, I, I'll be perfectly happy if they just rewrite it and and somehow... Man, could you kill her off in eight? Would they want to do that? Sure because she died in real life and just go ahead and, and just lay lay. I mean, I guess technically just, you could, but yeah. it would have to be off camera. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you could CGI her back. They could or do something to where they could give her a death in the movie. Yeah, but I mean, would that be? That seems to be the most fitting thing yeah. for her. I mean, they did it with Paul Walker, right, and with the yeah. Fast and Furious movie. They didn't kill him off. I no. thought they did. No, no, they used his brother, and then 
Yeah. They use his brother. Like at the end of that CGI movie. Turn left. Face. Yeah. Oh, CGI well, they. his face over him. Okay. I like mean, they, they can make her like she's in so. a ship or something and then blow up the yeah. ship. Or, yeah, yeah, that's true. Then you're calling her a, a bad lady driver. Have but her how take a left right into But I mean, when you do an asteroid that, though, belt. you're having one of the most major characters, the big three, dying off camera. I mean, yeah, she's in the ship, but it's... She did die off camera. Was that inappropriate? I felt... You know... Why are you coming with your face? The camera sees you laughing. <laughs> hey, there's some toys over here. <laughs> yes, hey, you got are. a special edition poster back there. Yes, I do. Very nice. Okay. Okay. Um, she would have enjoyed that joke. <laughs> so we really can't decide. No. But really, we're thinking that they probably need to kill her off in episode eight. That's what I'd say. In the ship. I mean, when they call us and ask us, we'll, we'll yeah. let them know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Disney, give us a call. Yeah. Kathy, we got some plans for you. Listen, Kathy. Yeah. Lucasfilm. Mm. Alright, so Star Wars Episode 8, the title was released just a few days ago. The Last Jedi. What I'm, do you guys think? I'm good with it. Yeah? I love yeah. it. Yeah. And it's better than Forces of Darkness. Or Forces of Destiny or whatever. <laughs> Forces of Destiny. Oh man, if it's gonna pick that one, I I mean I'd still watch it of course, but I would <laughs> yeah. forget that that's that's the title. But did you read that uh, today where if you take it's a it's a sentence. Yeah. The Force Awakens, the Last Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, maybe. Huh? Maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe. I mean, uh, did you guys not see the picture that I sent? Yeah, I, I saw that. Okay. Um, so, what do you guys what do you guys think? Um, I mean, obviously it's Luke Skywalker, but okay. Obviously, you think so? Well, I mean, it could be that could is be my Ray. hope, or is it, or is, is Jedi plural? Mean? Is that a new kind of like because Jedi plural is Jedi? Yeah, see, we had this argument. Genesis. Pretty, I, yeah, I'm thinking it's Jedis. <laughs> I think it's yeah, a lot Genesis. of Jedis. A lot of Jedis. So that, I, I'm hoping that, that, that of Jedi. I'm hoping there. that it's Luke Skywalker. The Last that, Jedi, like the movies based around him, or yeah. whatever. I I, hope I just so. hope he doesn't die. Yes. I don't think they can kill him off now. Well, I mean, I the they, red lettering well, is a bad sign. Is it? The red and black lettering is a bad sign. Oh, they wouldn't give that away, would they? It could know. be a misdirection. The only the only two times that there's been used red lettering was well, they've used it in Clone Wars when uh, the episodes had to do with Darth Maul. Um, but they also did Revenge of the Sith was red lettering, and then Revenge of the Jedi before yeah. it was Return of the Jedi was. Red I remember lettering. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I forgot about that. You? I don't know. So what uh, you, yeah. Come on, Rick. Hmm. I, I'm definitely... It makes me more excited to see that movie. Yeah, and, what, and what, you know, just like when you see Darth Vader in Rogue One do what you always hoped you could see Darth Vader do. Yeah. I want to see Luke now do what Luke can do. Yeah. You know, because you know Luke is... I mean, I'm, I'm sure... Yeah. yeah, so I mean, with a technology where it's at, they can... Have Luke do more, yeah, than what he was before, which I think you know. I'm sure he's going to tussle with the Knights of Ren or or something, mm -hmm. which would be great. I mean, I just want to see, I just want to awesome. see him kick Kylo Ren's butt. Yes, and just that would be awesome. Or is he? I think he'll. He I think he'll embrace him with a hug. Yeah, me too. A big Jedi hug. 
I mean, that's I basically see. his nephew. Yeah. yeah. Think about basically, it. It is his nephew. No. It's not basically. Basically, yeah. Yeah. basically <laughs> they're related. There's, there's a stretch <laughs> there. You gotta you gotta make the connections, but you know. So. Yeah, because if if these are if the if the episodic part of Star Wars is the Skywalker saga and its ending, possibly. Yeah, so I mean, how do you keep the Skywalker saga going? Yeah. Hmm. Is Rey Skywalker? That's what I'm saying. Uh, Does Rey turn to the dark side? Yeah. Oh, that that and, I want to see. And Kylo go to the light side. Yes. Eh. I want to see Rey turning to the dark side. That would be awesome. So much flip flopping. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. Um, hmm. I'm sure you guys are too. Yeah, super, super pumped. Yeah, I'm just ready to see a trailer. We should hope, hopefully, yeah. they release a trailer at Celebration. That's in May, right? April. April. It's it's Easter <laughs> Easter, Easter weekend. weekend. Well, we, we were going to go there. We were going to go, but we couldn't because it's Easter weekend. <laughs> That's happened before, hasn't it? Now we're going to Chicago. So will we find out who Snoke is? Because there's so many Plagueis. fan theories. Plagueis. Right. That's one of them. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we'll you find out Mace who Snoke Wendell? is. Mace Wendell. I like that theory, to be honest. I do. Too. I like that theory. No! <laughs> That's my impression. Because whenever <laughs> falling out the window, I like that theory a lot. That's who? Mace Windu. Hmm. That's like, a good theory. I could see what? that. Yeah, see the trailer. Snoke get He's... up there and go, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> He's cussing at Kylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you know what two words that he has to say, or one word, I guess. Yeah. Well, how he says it. Okay, <laughs> so normally our segments are going to have, it's going to be random. Like a plane? So we're moving. <laughs> I'm trying to say what one more time, Kylo? On this say what? Say what? It has to be now. It has to be now. Go get you something to yeah. drink. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> So good. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> okay, so normally we're going to be doing uh, random things called randomness, but since wow. it's early in 2017, we're going to do our mo five most anticipated movies. Of Which was really hard for me. It was that's that. Good. Oh man, yeah, it was too. so hard. What did we think of? Yeah, that's fine. You know, you guys want some? fine. I'll just take some ears. <laughs> um. Well, what did we come up with? Like well, fourteen movies. That we I, all I want came to see? up with fourteen. I came up with twenty-two movies <laughs> that are on my list. I just want to see. I got my well, five. I'm good. Twenty-two, and then Jeez. now this was a five, not counting. Yeah, take Star Wars off. Yeah. Yeah. So Star Wars has been omitted from this top five list since we all pretty much I came, yeah. I came up with twenty-one. Yeah. <laughs> I have twenty-two movies. What? What did you have this 20? I wonder what we had, what I did. Yeah, what you left on. <clears throat> we can throw oh, some honorable mentions in pirates. there. Pirates. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean. Which I forgot. I didn't even think I, about. I left Pirates off. Yeah, I mean, that's. <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. I would have put it on mine. I, I put down movies that I will go watch. Yeah. You know, that. Now, some I probably get to because I'm like, how in the world am I going to see all these right. movies? But, but my top five. Well, um, let's let's start off with number five. Everybody, yeah, everybody number do five. five. Yeah, so, kind of run around the table. Uh, Shannon, start with number five. Me, and then we'll go. Uh, I have a little movie called Dunkirk that I really want to see, mostly because it's a Christopher Nolan film. But I'm pretty pumped about it. Kind of like a, kind of like uh, war Did movies. I influence you on that one? 
Mm, you didn't. Uh, yeah. Yes. So by the time I talk, count. you already kind of oh, have these okay. down. But I have changed it a couple times since we've talked. But anyway, yeah, number five, Dunkirk for me. Cool. My number five is Kingsman. Yeah. Really? Yeah. The first one was fun. The first one was fun. Yeah. Yeah. That whole... Uh, kind, of, kind of bloody. With the <laughs> heads blowing up yeah. and the song and all that. No. All right. And Mace Windu with the lift. <laughs> <laughs> can't beat that. No. No, you can't. It's a good movie. That's great. It's great. <laughs> um, my five uh, is Logan. Wow. Uh, there we go. Yeah. The... Yeah, that, Logan, that last trailer Logan that they just released. Fantastic. It's, yeah. And have they given that a rating yet? Is it R? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So kids don't see it. Yep. But yeah, we won't see it still either. Still my top five. <laughs> my number five is Dunkirk. Hey. Whoa. Originally, it was going to be, what did I have? Alien Covenant and Valerian. And then I was like, I forgot about Dunkirk. A two-way tie so. for five? Yeah, it was a two-way tie for five. Okay. And then I forgot Dunkirk. I had a five-way so. tie for five. five. <laughs> and then a nine-way tie for four. Yeah. And a seven-way tie for Okay. Well, right, my number four was Alien Covenant. Um, I, I'm i scared about this one because I, you know, I liked Prometheus mostly because I thought it captured sci-fi really well. The, the story yeah. itself, no, some people didn't like the story. I could have, yeah, the story was okay, but I mean, I just really liked the, just just the style of the film. This one's going to be getting more, probably back into horror. I didn't really think Prometheus was that scary, um, but I'm I'm kind of a fan of the Alien movies, so hopefully this one will kind of follow. And it's a, uh, it's a, uh, oh, what's his name, the director, uh, Ridley Scott. Ridley yeah, Scott Ridley is Scott. still doing this one, so I, I've got high hopes for it. Number four, Rick. Um. Just, I'm not naming any of the obvious ones. I'm naming just the cool ones that I want to go see. That's fine. That's, That's what it's yes. all about. Because everybody's going to say, I want to see. Anyways. So my number four is Batman. I can't wait for um, Lego Batman. Oh, Lego. Lego Batman. Yeah. I cannot wait for that movie. That's in my top 22. Yeah, it's in my honorable mentions. That's in my top four. That one. I'm it looks, see that looks one. really it funny. Looks funny. That yeah. might be the funniest film of 2017. Yeah. yeah. It might be. It might be. Yeah. Yeah, good cool. good pick. Yeah, my four yeah. is Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Oh yeah, and that in my picks. There we go. Um, that's a good movie. There we go. You're a fan of the first one, that's although a, I mean I've seen you know just seen a snippet you know, um, still yeah, love the first one. Really looking forward to the next one. Cool, good good pick. My number four is Beauty and the Beast. Mm. Wow. Mm. See that one's not even on my twenty two. I'm very excited to see that movie. That's uh, you know just being a '90s kid growing up, and then yeah, That's and then going to Disney and experiencing like just going into Gaston's Tavern was really cool, and eating uh, in um, and eating in the uh, the Beast Restaurant. Castle. <laughs> <laughs> That one store. It's called a restaurant. <laughs> Eating in the Beast Castle. Uh, it was just, it was a neat experience. And I'm, you know, I'm super excited about the movie. And I love Emma Watson. Emma Watson, I hope you can, I hope you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Jacob Single. So, uh, and if you've heard her sing, if you've heard her sing. It's not the, bad. Uh, it's not bad at all. Yep. That sounds really good. So Better than I was expected. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I wonder if there's a little auto-tune going on there. More but. than likely. 
probably. Yeah. Okay, All good right. pull. So, yeah. uh, my number three is Guardians Volume 2. And 2014, I picked Guardians as my number one film. I remember us doing this yeah. in January of 2014. Yeah, right. I picked Guardians as my number one. I was anticipating, uh, mostly because I didn't know anything about it. Um, I'm really psyched for this one, even though I have it at three. Um, I just already know what's coming. I kind of already know the characters. So for me, it's like I've lost a little bit of that anticipation. Uh, still super pumped for it, but I, I think it's going to be good. I hope it can live up to what number one did. I mean, you come out with a sequel, there's always a chance that, you know, people are going to go in and watch it and go, eh, it wasn't as good as the first. It's kind of hard to beat the number one. I mean, your very first film. Becoming is always more interesting than, than being. So, um, anyway. I am interested how they're going to do, what is his name, Ego? Ego, Ego the, 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 the Living yeah. Planet. Kurt, Kurt Russell. Chris Pratt's dad. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It gets yeah. better. Yeah. See, there's a lot of stuff I just I'm not I'm not aware of. So cool. Good pick. Yeah. Number yeah. three, Rick. Benicio Toro is Puerto Rican. Just <laughs> that's important enough. And so is Jimmy Smith from Star Wars. I don't know why what? I said that. <laughs> so best movie of 2014 was, of course, Planet of the Apes. <laughs> I knew it was coming. So of course, my number three is Planet of the Apes. More. War of the War Planet of the Apes. War, War 4. Yeah, War it's going to be awesome. It, it's, it's in it's my It's in my list. top 10. Yeah. Yeah. I got honorable yeah, mentions. Sure. It's tied for number 5. <laughs> <laughs> Save the dream. Save the rebellion. Yeah. Uh, my number 3 is Valerian in the City of Save a Thousand really Planets. Looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's got that... I had it in my top 5 and I, I pulled it. See, the only reason the only reason that it's not in my top five is because I don't know anything about it. That, that's like, it. With Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, I knew I was getting Marvel, so that's why it was like my top movie. It's it's my three because I'm such a huge fan of the Fifth Element. Yes, yeah. Fifth so Element. So I'm a huge fan of Luke Besson doing this type of movie. What uh, is it? Was he the director? Or what? Yeah, of the yeah. So the director of the Fifth Element's doing this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's I why I'm so that. so. Pumped and it looks fantastic. I mean, you it, know, it, it looks outstanding. It 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 looks out there, which I mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I don't know. The first trailer sold me. I'm like, yeah, I yeah. have to see that. Yeah. Do you think Bruce Willis can pull off a Fifth Element sequel? If he's going to do Unbreakable too, he might as well do yeah. uh, Fifth Element, the Sixth Element. The Sixth. I'm down. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. Lilu. <laughs> okay. All right, so my number three was Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Wow. Wait, do you mean two as an also, or two as part two? Part two. Volume, Volume two. two. Also. Yeah. Have you had this, the same list? Huh? Was your four... Five no. and three are the same oh, okay. so far. Five and three were the same, but not four. Huh. Well, so, yeah. Good pull. Yeah. You want to talk about it? Um, I... I <laughs> have faith in it I think it's going to be really great there's still more stuff that I don't know about it that makes me more interested in I mean, it Baby Groot so, I mean Baby the fact that Baby Groot is standing on Rocket's shoulder in the yeah. trailer how it's, it's just cool. a flip flop from the original trailer yeah. mm -hmm. um, is is it it looks awesome. I mean, I just can't wait. For I mean, do you think the fact that Chris Pratt just did a big stinker of a film in December is going to hurt 
his no. celebrity no. at all. No, because yeah, even Jurassic that film world. or still almost made hundred million. Yeah, true. I mean, I mean, yeah, it, it definitely was a letdown, yeah. but I never saw it. Yeah, I still would like to. I didn't it. see it, but I want to see it. Yeah, okay. I'll let you know. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're up to number two now. We'll get on Netflix or something. Yeah. Uh, my number two is Beauty and the Beast, and um, and I really, I'm you know, I'll say it. I'm throwing it out there. Uh, I can remember being down at Vincennes when I was uh, in college down there, and I had a some one of my college buddies was in my in the passenger seat <laughs> driving around, and he flipped through my tapes because we had cassettes back there, and I had the soundtrack of Beauty and the Beast in my car. Wow. And he just kind of he he held it up and just kind of like seriously, and I just yeah put it down. That's you know that was that was the kind of stuff I was listening to. I always have loved the sun, soundtrack of that movie. It is. <laughs> Sorry, man. This, this will always be on the internet. Hey, are you gonna edit this story, <laughs> man? <laughs> anyway, always been my all-time favorite uh, Disney time? cartoon. No. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, yeah, Beauty and Beast number two. Hmm. Um, it wasn't and, that and a, a pioneer in like cartooning, mixing. They had some CGI yeah. in it for for its time. Um, yeah, it's a good movie. I mean, man. the other thing for this, it is about the only film that's on my list that's really like uh, family oriented, and so this is going to be one that like my whole family is pumped about. Yeah. So my wife's excited <laughs> about it. My girls are excited about it. So we're going to go. It's going to be you know. So I'm really looking forward to that, and because of that, it kind of bumped up my I'm list. That was at my number five. I bumped it all the way up to two after I thought about it for a while. So, Rick, number two. Rick, my number two is a family movie. It's not. <laughs> it's a movie that just guys are going to go see. Uh, week two. Oh. oh yeah. I, I That's in my wait. top ten. Yeah. I cannot wait to see that movie. I can't wait either. It's it almost made my top five. It's tied for Same here. Five. Same here. I don't care about Oscars, good performances. I just want some guns and knives. and Morpheus. Yeah, yeah, you know, like expand the yeah. Get this man a gun. I do want to see that one, and, and it comes out soon. So we, yeah, yeah. My number two, um, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Me being the Spider-Man fan that I am, I'm really looking forward to it. <clears throat> Spider-Man finally in the MCU. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and really good, good debut in Civil War. Yeah, to me, it he was, nails he yeah. nails my childhood vision of what uh, really Spider-Man should be. So high five. Very really high hopes for them. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. He's, he's nailing he's, it. Yeah, he's and Michael great. Keaton. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Michael Keaton. Marissa Tomei's aunt. I mean, you know, and yeah. I mean, she's good in this yeah. movie. And you do have and Robert Downey. Yeah. Oh, oh, Junior in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be good. My number two is Spider Man Homecoming. Oh man, <laughs> you're just you're just looking over people's shoulders. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, all the same reasons Stevie just mentioned I would, is why I'm excited about it. Right. I'm excited that Spider-Man's in the MCU, that he's in there with Iron Man, Captain America, the Hulk, you know. Because they needed I, I, I want to yeah. see his reaction when he sees the Hulk. Because the yeah, way that they're writing Spider-Man, it, it should be very interesting. So, And he's supposed to be in Infinity War, yep. too. So, hmm. um, what, What's the release, uh, release date on that? It's in May. May. Is it like May 23rd or something like that? Guardians is in May. Yeah. Go, oh, is it? Yeah, Guardians starts May. Like I think it's in July. It might be. Yeah. I figured they'd try to space them a little yeah. bit. They um, usually do. Okay. 
Uh, that was number two. So here's our number one. July 7th. July 7th for yeah. Spider-Man. All right, here's our number one going around. Uh, my number one is Blade Runner 2049. Um, and I'm really nervous about it because the original Blade Runner is maybe my number one yeah. sci-fi film. It's one of the best. Uh, and so it makes me nervous to be throwing a sequel on there. Never seen it. Uh, oh, oh yeah. have to. Movie's awesome, dude. It's, it's, I, will, I will watch it, but I've never seen it's it. It's fantastic. Okay. Uh, a Still couple, holds up. A couple things make me nervous: the fact that Ridley Scott's not behind the camera, but you know, supposedly that uh, he was involved. Uh, Dennis, uh, a guy that's made some movies that yes, that have been good. It, it's I, not I, like I they're throwing it totally to a, a newcomer. Yeah. So, uh, and you got Harrison Ford coming back, which kind of answers the question. You know, when Blade Runner ends, you don't really know if Harrison Ford is an android or not, and you get to see him in this. Which that's part of the the draw of that movie is the fact that no spoilers. Oh wait a second, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. you haven't I've seen, seen Blade it in Runner. thirty years, so yeah. Uh, and the fact you see him in the trailer and he's old, kind of like, you know, because they don't age uh, in Blade Runner the the replicants, the replicas. Uh, so it kind of gives that away a little yeah. bit, unless they're going to be throwing a spin on it. So I'm, I mean, I mean, I'm super pumped. I'm got my fingers crossed; it's going to be good. Uh, wait, what's his name? Uh, Brian Gosling. Gosling is in it, and Gosling's been hitting yeah. home runs here lately with some of the movies he's been doing. Mm-hmm. So, my number one, Blade Runner. Um, hopefully, it's going to be good. Yeah, hope so. Well, like I said, I wasn't going to name the obvious ones, like Spider-Man and Blade Runner. Smurfs, The Lost Village. Close. So, best movie of 2013, what was it? Minions. Despicable Me 2. Oh. Okay. Of course. So, my number one pick. Despicable Me 3. Despicable Me 3. I cannot wait to see that movie. <laughs> They crack me up. Half of the time I watch them, the kids are not even around. Okay. Hmm. Cool. Best I'll, pick of the night. Um, real quick, uh, the director for <laughs> Blade Runner also did Arrival. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Um, yep. Sicario. Yep. Sicario. So yeah, he's he, he's a good director. I can't. Uh, is it last name starts with V? I, I don't know. Yeah, Villeneuve yeah, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I think he's Canadian. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, the Arrival is getting a lot of. Uh, Oscar looks from the Oscar, yeah. It's you know, they're gonna re release it in theater with like eight extra minutes, and so I, I, I still need to see it. I, I still need it's to see it. It's pretty good, I liked it. Um, yeah, anyway, I got I have something I need to say about your movie here in a little bit, but anyway, all right, keep, keep going on. Number one, <laughs> uh, number one, Guardians Volume Two is my most there we go, the one that I want to see for you know, for the reasons everybody else said it, but um, it's just one I'm so looking forward to. Um, just being a fun, fun movie. Batista again looks awesome. Yeah. In this yeah movie. So far, I've loved the trailers. <laughs> do me, do me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the last one was great, hilarious. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you still have all, and, and you have Mantis in, in this one again. Kurt, Kurt Russell's in it. So I mean, you have uh, some of the characters that, that you want to see introduced, and yeah. and yeah, and Probably. it's disconnected, or at least will feel disconnected from from everything that's, else. That's true. Yeah. I, I even I don't even think that Thanos is supposed Mm-mm. to be in this one, so no. that'll be interesting. All right, it's gonna be good. Can you guys guess my number one? Um, well, <laughs> Ghost in the Shell. I'm gonna say Ghost yours was yours is Kong Skull Island. No. Okay. Dun 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 dun. dun. Power Rangers. Power Rangers, baby. You were little on one of those. I am so excited for this movie. I'm as soon as I saw the trailer, dude, I had tears. Like, I was just so... And then the fact that they play the song, right there at the end. 
Stevie, I'm envious of Stevie because he gets to act like a Power Ranger by talking into his watch. So, um, it's so unfair. It is. Very so unfair. did Michael Knight. I mean, you want? Oh more, yeah, you want more? Down, down, down. So, like, they're just, they're just, they're doing this movie. Like, I don't know. It's gonna be. It's not gonna be a great movie, but I feel like it's gonna be a very fun movie. Power Rangers is cheesy anyway, and they're already nailing it with some of the jokes, like when the when they're finding out their colors, and the black kid says that he's blue, and then the yeah. Asian kid says that he's black, and I mean, I don't get they're it. already making fun of themselves. Well, because the Black Ranger in the originals <laughs> was black, so, so they're wrong. already making fun of themselves. They're not taking themselves seriously, which is great. Um, and hopefully, if they do the uh, Zords right and bring them together correctly, then that'll make way for Voltron. Yes. So, I could get into that. Yes. Um, now, like like I said, it's going to be cheesy because Power Rangers is cheesy anyways, but I, it looks like a very fun movie. So I have to admit, after watching the last, last trailer... I'm like I do want to see that movie. I mean, it's 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 in my my list of stuff I don't want to see, and because I think if they nail it, they can make my favorite cartoon into a movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean that's that's what I'm most looking forward to. If they if they can do this, then they can do a Voltron. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Technically, Voltron should be made first into a movie, <laughs> but that's yes. okay. Well, uh, they've already made a power like a Power Rangers movie before, but this is like, that was all right. Redoing so, it, making yeah. it better. As, so. as soon as I saw Pacific Rim, I pretty much knew that a Voltron movie is yeah, doable. That's true. I mean, that gave that's me true. hope right yeah, there. Yeah, it's like they should have already been uh, moving on it. True. So listen, yeah. How come they never jump on cool projects? I don't know that one. That doesn't make that's a no brainer for me. I mean, I'll write it. I mean, if they really want me to. <laughs> I mean, that's what it takes. I mean, what were you going to say about Rick's? Oh, um, I have a, I have a small beef with uh, the uh, Despicable Me movies, mostly because when the first Despicable Me came out, uh, there was another little, uh, I believe DreamWorks made it, but it was a, um, it's called Megamind. Yeah, Will Ferrell. And hands down, <laughs> one of the funniest. That movie's good. It, it is really good, and it got totally left behind yeah, because of those little yellow minions. The kids love the minions, so they went and watched Despicable Me. And I thought Despicable Me was okay until I realized that Mega Mind wasn't going to get a sequel because it didn't generate enough revenue because everybody went and saw Despicable. Now we've got three sequels. We've got a Minions standalone film. And no more Will and, Ferrell. And no more Will Ferrell with Brad Pitt and yeah. Tina Fey and um, his, uh, his uh, buddy, the minion buddy. Oh, I can't remember the name of the actor. But anyway. Um, this Minions movie does look pretty funny, though. Minions movie. The, oh, the Despicable Minions, Me yeah. 3? Or the new Despicable Me movie. I mean, I'll probably see it. But in the back of my mind, I'm going to be thinking, I could be watching Mega Mind 2 right now, but no. So now I have something to tell you about Blade Runner. Okay. <laughs> and you're being scared about it. Okay. Don't be. Don't, Don't be. be. Don't be. There's only one Blade Runner. That's true. They are also no need to worry. on a... Uh, a sequel to um, The Incredibles 2. Yes, oh, I do know about that. Brad Bird's on Helm with that. That is actually one of the cartoons I actually like. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm That's really... I'm not a real big car- cartoon fan. So I, I love them. None of them are on my list of... Big Hero 6. Yeah, I don't think I have movies. any on my list. Either. Yeah. Really, as, as Pixar doesn't, in, in my opinion, it looks pretty weak this year. I mean, they got Cars 3. Yeah. Uh, What's with that trailer, the Cars 3 trailer? I don't know. It doesn't make but sense. The Cars is just, I don't know why. Yeah, I would rather than not make Like, I honestly don't care. 
Don't but, care. But they have one called Coco coming out, which is based on that Dia's Day, the, uh, the Day of the Dead. It's going to oh, be yeah. kind of like set in that realm. I've not seen or read anything about it, but it doesn't sound exciting. I mean, like Inside Out was really neat, that whole concept. That was uh, very, yeah. Uh, you know, they do that every once in a while. They'll make one that kind of appeals to merchandising and stuff. They can sell toys, and they'll do one that kind of like, it's just like maybe for adults. But anyway, were there any movies that, um, while we were doing this kind of our list, did you guys come across any movies that you hadn't heard of that kind of like caught your... God uh, Particle. God yeah, Particle. God, God Particle. That's supposedly supposed to be the Cloverfield 3. Yep. I, I looked that up once you guys said something about it. I hadn't seen that one. Did any of you guys see the new uh, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro film, uh, The Shape of Water? No. It's uh, it's something he's written and directing himself. It's based in the like the 1940s. Kind of sounds like a, a Hellboyish type thing. Hmm. Um, hmm. But there's very little known about it. But it comes out late this year. Really? And no, uh, I mean that right there that. gets. You guys need to check out Troll Hunters on Netflix. I watched the first episode. I I'll check I it need out. to do that. Yes, it's a Guillermo del Toro written and directed. Now, do but we have movies that we do not it. want to see in 2017? Because well, I got one. According to my to list, mind. there's not a lot. <laughs> not. Yeah, I really the Transformers trailer. That movie. I mean Transformers. <laughs> gonna like, be I I mean I'll probably I will watch see it, it, but I I'll watch it open nights. I might mm-hmm. watch it like Saturday or Sunday after church, but I I don't know, man. Yeah, it's that it, last it's one. probably one of the least ones out of my twenty two that that I want to see. That and Pirates Five, I I won't be mad if I don't catch those. But yeah, did, did anybody have a the Dark Tower down? I did. No. Andrew Elba, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Don't I really know much about it. No, I didn't read the books. I didn't read the books, but they were supposedly very good um, from what I've heard people say about him i mean it is uh stephen king so yeah what about uh downsizing didn't see that uh it's a another sci-fi film with matt damon it's in the future really? and it's based on the story it goes along the line of like you can you can have yourself shrunk to live in different communities and the story is like him and his wife are going to do it he does it last second his wife doesn't do it and then that's about all I know about it. But mm. that's like December of this year. Really? But it, it almost reminds me of like when we did this and we saw uh, Mission to Mars. What We knew Matt Damon was going to be in this Mission to Mars. like, And it was got, you know, everybody's really pumped about it. And Mission to Mars turned out to be okay. You mean The Martian? The Martian. Mission to Mars. That movie was not. Um, yeah, The Martian. So anyway, that was another one that I kind of found. Mm. And, and Baby Driver, that's a Edgar White. Right, Edgar right. Wright. Oh, really? Uh, it's called Baby Driver. and has something to do with, like, it's a mob-type movie he wrote, and he's directing it, obviously. And it's, like, based on... It, it's a getaway. And, like, the whole thing has to do with, like, the, the audio tape that he's listening to music, and the whole movie's set to that. It's supposed to be really crazy, like, you, you've not seen a movie like it. That doesn't come out till like, August or mm. September of this year. So these are way I'm off. I'm an Edgar Wright fan. Yeah, and, and that guy is pretty good. I mean, you know... Like he style. almost did Ant-Man. True. Sure. So. And still a lot of his ideas were still in Ant-Man. Yes. Anyway. Okay. So, do you want to explain this part or do you want me to? What's this part? Or do you want to? What is Siebel it? Siebel Truth. Siebel Truth. Oh. So the next segment is kind of Stevie's <laughs> segment. <laughs> it's uh, called Siebel Truth segment and I will let him kind of explain what Siebel Truth is. 
Well, because we're going really long with this reboot of Nerd Outcast, um, I'll just explain what the idea behind Siebel Truth is. It's to take, it's to take um, you know, powerful, maybe sometimes complicated tr uh, spiritual truth and present it in the most simple and visual way to where you can see it and understand it. Um, that's what Seeable Truth is, and when we talk about movies like we are, and we will, you know, a lot, movies are a phenomenal example of that. You see a, vi you know, you see visual truth all the time. You know, there's movies, you know, that have unbelievable threads sewn throughout them that are truth, and and um, and if you look in in the Bible, you see that Jesus communicated that way. He communicated to the people in the most simple and visual way that he could. And so, you know, uh, very very <coughs> cool stuff. So, kind of, I think the best way to start as we go through these and have this little segment is, you know, if we were going to talk about hope. You know, mm -hmm. for instance, uh, Rogue One talks about it all the time. And if you look at the definition of hope, um, I think it would be great, you know, what to what is a visual that will work for that. So hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. So you're in a circumstance and 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 you want something to happen but you, you can't see it so you're hoping for it. You know what what is a great uh, uh visual? You know how can you uh, uh present that in a simple and visual way? Go. Go. Um I'm not sure. I can't think of one in Good particular. <laughs> Rick, what's the answer? That's how easy it is. Yeah, very easy. <laughs> okay, I got one. Um, being a dad of three girls, when you go through that process of being with your wife, you know, seeing this, you know, you don't ever get to hold, you, you know, as a dad, you don't ever get to hold, hold your baby. You don't ever... You know, you go to the uh, doc the doctor's appointments. You know, you in ultrasound here and there, but there's this expectation. There's this there's this thing rising up within you that when this baby is out in the world, you have all these dreams for, and you have all these uh, you know, but you can't ever see it. It's it's out there, but you're expecting great things for it. Um, and then it comes into the world, and what you expected is is you know not even close to what it was. You know. Or to to what it is, and you know, there's probably you know something that that everybody has that's kind kind of like that. Even like a movie release, you know, we talk about five movies that we want to see. We've not seen them. Yeah. So our hope isn't something that we cannot see. We cannot, you know, we don't know the whole plots. We don't know anything, but we we are expecting. You know, our hope is in these things to to be escapism and to be fun and 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 really, there's in it, you know. And that's portrayed in Rogue One. It, you know, hope is in a very pa uh, palatable and 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 relatable way. Mm -hmm. But movies are just a phenomenal example of seeable truth. And hopefully, as we get into these, as we go through these, we'll pu we'll pull out some of these things that that will work. And hopefully, a thread, you know, that that you see in a film will speak to your heart in a way that maybe you. I never thought truth could. And could you kind of say that movies are almost like modern day parables? Yeah, and I think me and you have uh, uh, talked about that before. Yeah. Um, 
A lot of them, yes. I, I, I think today they are the equivalent to uh, parables as it would, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, we go through a whole list from Harry Potter to Lord of the Rings, even Star Wars, mm-hmm. how it speaks truth and, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, kind of how can they see some seeable truth stuff? Well, um, right now you can go to our Facebook page, uh, Seeable Truth. We also have a YouTube channel yes. by which you can uh, look at some of our stuff. We'll have a website up soon that will have uh, more Seeable Truth stuff, T-shirts. Really, a whole truth campaign is really what, what it'll be. Um, but some really exciting stuff on the horizon. Yeah, very All exciting. Right. Cool. Very exciting. All right, so does anybody have anything else they want to say before we... Uh... Blow this joint. Closing thoughts? Any closing remarks? Closing thoughts? No. <laughs> I'm good. You good? Good. Good? Good. All right. Everybody, you take care. Have a great weekend, day, or week whenever you're listening to this, or month. And keep the powder dry. Shoulder to let him know that the world hadn't ended. <laughs> <laughs>